I'm excited to tell our audience that Denver registration is now open for our 22nd annual meeting. This is our annual fall meeting and will be August 22nd through the 26th at the Sheridan Denver Downtown Hotel. As always, there are several hands-on workshops, including musculoskeletal exams, fracture fixation, workshops on diversity, equity, inclusion, and many, many others. There will be an assortment of talks from sports medicine, spine, arthroplasty, and other subspecialties. We will also award student scholarships and have original PA research on display via poster presentations. And did I mention that Denver is a very fun city with all kinds of outdoor activity available? Come and join us. Come and join us for some CME and get away for a little while in the Mile High City. Stop by the desk and say hello. I look forward to seeing you there. The Ortho PAC, hosted by Sam Dyer. Welcome to the Ortho PAC, where we discuss up-to-date orthopedic topics for the busy clinician. I invite you to sit back and relax as I attempt to fill in the gaps between education, current events, and real-world practice. Good morning, listeners. Thank you for coming back to listen today. You have me again today, and it's kind of a timely recording as I wanted to go back and talk about SB 345, which is a North Carolina bill regarding PA practice in North Carolina. I had a podcast with us with Truett Smith and Mark Katz, who are representatives of the NCAPA, the North Carolina Academy of PAs, November the 10th of last year. So please go back and listen to that to get more details and also the ncapa.org website has a very thorough description of SB 345 and its implications. But for today, I recently got my member email about contacting members of Congress because the short session is going on and we would like to get this approved. So if you listen to this, if you have a minute, please go to the website and see about contacting your member of Congress for the North Carolina PAs. I think it's very important. This bill is a game changer for our practice, and I think it's uh, very important that our representatives hear from many, many people. Basically, I just want to do a recap of the November the 10th recording. Just to refresh your memory, SB 345 is a bill that promotes optimal team practice, or OTP. It makes PAs more accountable for the care they provide in a team-based environment. It does eliminate the specific MD supervision for experienced PAs in certain practice settings. This also gets rid of the six-month checkup, or the six-month, I guess, checkup is not the right word, the evaluation of your performance, etc. And it makes us more accountable for our own care. Of course, we'll still collaborate with appropriate team members and refer when appropriate, but this gets rid of that onerous kind of requirement of having to meet with your MD every six months and review your records, etc. I had some questions back at that podcast, and I'll go through some of that now. We had talked about medical malpractice, and the majority of PA premiums should not change. And the reason that that is the case is if you look at the nurse practitioner precedent in other states who've done similar to what we're talking about, it didn't really affect their premiums. So we shouldn't really have that big of a difference. And as far as legal liability, you know, we are responsible for the care we provide and we need to take ownership of that. And that's really how it should be. I mean, you know, if you provide care, you should be responsible for the care that you provide. The bill also requires 4,000 hours of supervised practice for new PAs to practice and 1,000 hours of supervised practice of PAs who are changing their practice 
say from the emergency department to orthopedics, or you could think of any number of examples. And I think that makes sense. There are so many new grads that I've heard or discussed with at our annual meetings who are, are just you know, kind of lost and miserable. They've been out of school for three or four months and they go to a, a quick med urgent care or whatever. They don't really have adequate training and they're just kind of, you know, thrown into the gamut, so to speak. And I, I think it just makes sense to have a time frame where you kind of get on the job training, where you have supervision, where you have time to actually learn how to be a PA and how to practice. Everyone knows it takes six months to a year to be really confident. I mean, I don't think you can just jump right in and right off the bat know everything. You learn a lot in school, but does that mean you're a competent provider? I, in my opinion, not necessarily. So I like this requirement, and I think it makes sense. 1,000 hours of supervised practice for PAs who are changing their practice, I think also makes sense. That means that it, it not only improves your knowledge as a provider and your skill level, but it also improves patient safety and it allows you to be supervised and it, it just makes sense. So I think that's a good idea. Now, an important point here, and Truett had mentioned this, Truett Smith from the NCAPA, let's say you, after you do a certain amount of time, you don't feel like you're ready to you know, kind of do your own thing. Well, at the practice level, that's where you decide. That's the whole point of optimal team practice is that the practice level decides what you do and what you don't do. By doing this, I, I think that that allows you to continue a collaboration if you don't feel confident. And, you know, it, it just puts the decision at the practice level rather than at uh, the state level. By defining the team practice at the practice level, it's based on the PA's knowledge and experience and comfort level, both of the PA and MD. Those are important points. Insurance and reimbursement should not change as the APPs will still be practicing under the rules and guidelines of the institution or practice where they work. So that really shouldn't change anything regarding insurance reimbursement. Uh, for the vast majority of APPs, most everything other than the change of, the, of having a required supervising MD should not change. Personally, I believe this is a game changer, and I really want everyone listening to this to go to the ncapa.org website and read more about SB 345. Then if you have questions or concerns or something doesn't make sense to you or you want clarification, contact the NCAPA. There are people there that can help you to answer the questions. Truett Smith, Mark Katz are, are great representatives of the North Carolina Academy, and I'm sure they'd be happy to chat with you. If you do feel comfortable with this and you agree with me and you think that this should become law, please figure out who your congressperson is and send an email letter or call them. Tell them that you want this bill to pass. Uh, I think this will improve patient care. It will make practicing as a PA less onerous. And there, it's just a beneficial change for a profession. It improves the patient care. And, you know, it's just a good thing. It, it's, it's where we need to go. If we're advancing our profession, I think this is a good thing. So hopefully you agree with me. And if you don't, just let me know. That's all I got for today. Coming up soon, we'll have more clinical interviews. I have Dr. Casey coming up next week. Dr. Casey is a pediatric orthopedist in Ortho Carolina. She recently gave a couple of presentations at our conference, and she is awesome. She's a great clinician and is very much a PA advocate, and I think you'll enjoy our talks. So that's all I got for today. Hope you will go to the NCAPA website and read about SB 345. All right. Thanks, guys.
Hello, listeners. I just wanted to provide a quick addendum to this podcast. I wanted to let you know that the bill actually passed the House Health Committee, which is a big deal because that is the next step toward a final House vote. This happened today, actually the evening before the podcast was supposed to be presented, so I really wanted to include this to let you know where it is. And also, if it's confusing where I said Congress, I meant the North Carolina State General Assembly. So this is a state bill. It's not a national bill. So just want to make sure there's no confusion on that. If you have any questions, again, please reach out to the ncapa.org. Thank you for joining the OrthoPAC podcast. Please follow the Physician Assistance in Orthopedic Surgery on social media. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Please subscribe to our podcast. If this has been helpful, please take a moment to leave a review.